Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Ancient Wisdom of the Feminine. We are in continuation with our Golden Era series with Magdala Ramirez. And we're so grateful to have her here today, especially for this series. Um, I do want to let our listeners know that our radio keeps on going through your generous support. And we are so happy to keep it going. And we're so excited that we're receiving so much love from our listeners. To donate, please go to sacredwoman.org and click on Contribute. Or you can always find the Ancient Wisdom of the Feminine Radio Facebook page. And um, there's a fundraiser event there that you can click as well. But So we'll, we're in continuation in our Golden Era series. And I have here with me Ma. She's a spiritual leader and healer from the Maya Mexica lineage from Mexico, and her purpose in life is to bring back the ancient wisdom of union of polarities. Wisdom, she brings back the perfect balance of male and female. She's the founder of many ceremonies, including moon dance, priestess, 144 giving birth to the new world, water mother ceremonies, 13 hours of drumming. I mean, it's really remarkable. The ceremonies and seminars organized by Sacred Woman. She's the founder and director of Sacred Woman, by the way, if I haven't mentioned that. And, and the work really is remarkable. So we are just so happy and excited to have her here on this radio speaking. And um, today's special topic is Ancient Wisdom of Sacred Sex. So, Ma, are you here? Yes, I am here, Mijita, and I am very happy to be here. Today has been such a long day, but I'm very excited to talk about this. You see, in every single ceremony, moon dance, priestess, in every single ceremony that um, we have all these people asking about sex, and we can spend hours talking about sex because it is very important to bring those teachings back into the people. But in here, we have only half an hour, so I'm going to make my best. We're going to have a ceremony in April in um, Ghost Ranch. We're going to have workshops about sacred sex and the ways of the ancestors. And uh, I truly also recommend the people to go into my website, www.magdalas.com. That is M-A-G-D-A-L-A-S dot com. And get the book, Sacred Sex. I think um, it will be good for everyone. I mean, people, that's my bestseller. And uh, people really have told me this information, this book needs to be at very, very early age. And I really agree because... uh, 
it has been such a big situation in this time and space and so much pain and separation in this time and space about sex. The first thing for me to say is doesn't matter what is your sex preferences, still you need to make the work of your balance of the male and female. It doesn't matter if you're male. It doesn't matter if you're female. It doesn't matter if you're gay. It doesn't matter. You still need to make. And uh, working in this aspect, um, especially as a woman, that that's where I want to direct um, in this time and space my talk. It is just way too important to clear in our mind, in our heart, in our body, every single situation that it has to do about sex. You see, sex is represented by the women's side. That's the East. You have an incredible psychic abilities. You can do so many things naturally. And uh, you are the enlightener of the world. You see, in the north, we have the mother. In the south, we have unity. In the west, we have Nikixli, Lady Death, and that's about transmutation. But in the east, it is the part of the feminine that it has been much more hurt in the system for such a very, very long. And we do need to address what happened and how to clean ourselves, how to understand uh, a very, very different perspective of reality about sexuality. The ways of the ancestors. We have so many beautiful teachers representing the women aspect. I mean, you have Laoma, you have Guanjin, you have Magdala. In our tribes, we have Ixchel. Uh, that it is also representing the ways of the feminine. You see the waters that never ends, the waters that comes out from the womb and never ends, and her teachings. I think I have her story also in my website, so you can find it in there. And uh, what happened? How how can this be if she is the enlightener of the world and she is doing that alchemy inside of herself to bring that light into the world and using her sacred powers to enlighten the masculine side of herself and in the outside world it has become a very big situation right now. Every single great man in the world have a very, very powerful woman. That woman uh, in his side, mostly it comes from a school, the school of the feminine. I mean, you have Moses, he has Sephora. You have the Christ. He has Magdala, and it happens that she did went and study in Egypt in the ways of the Isis. And you have Quetzalcoatl, you have Quetzalcina. You have 
every single great man in the world, they have a pitonisa, they have a priestess as a wife. And that priestess is the one that it was enlightened him. You know, you have even Pythagoras, you have Hermes Trimegisto. And um, each one, they are relating with this incredible priestess that it was enlightening him. Well, now is the time of the feminine. And the first thing to do is that we do need to begin to enlighten our mind and begin to understand our own sexuality. Our sexuality as a woman is at a very early age, but it is become evident, you know, when you have your first moon time. In our tribes, as well as many other tribes, we make ceremony, a first moon time ceremony. And that has been a big situation everywhere in the world because those ceremonies of the feminine, they were completely banishing from the system. The system didn't want the women to remember who they are and they wanted to keep on perpetuating that part of the feminine that she feels so wounded. And she feels wounded since the very, very beginning in her own disconnection with her own femininity. And moon time ceremony, it's a very beautiful, powerful ceremony. It is a very beautiful thing that nowadays, there are many uh, of these ceremonies coming forward, like the Red Tent and, and some others. You have Moon Lodge. But it's still, it needs to be, bring it into the people, into your regular basic. Understanding that that blood, that it comes out from you, it is beautiful and it is sacred. And there is absolutely nothing to be ashamed of. For a while, the system has been telling the people that, you know, God cursed the women with their moon time. And so in so many ways, I know that it is kind of funny, but how much of that energy still is in there with the women? Why they don't talk out loud about their moon times? What happened to just say it and how they feel? You see, for the ancestors, there were no such a thing of PMS. Because the women didn't have any bad reaction with their moon time. It was a time for the women to really go deep inside of themselves and make ceremony from that blood that they offered to Mother Earth. Beautiful medicinal plants came into being. And so the stories of honoring the ways of the feminine in many tribes it was absolute. So imagine a system that they didn't punish the women because they have their moon time. Or didn't punish the women because they're women. And woman by herself, well, she's horny. And it is part of that, that it is very, very beautiful in how to understand this part of the woman. I mean, it is not... Uh, in the system, it was considered like a whore. So she was always so afraid of that word. She was always so afraid to 
even say this part of herself and how does she's feeling. I mean, that is your own fertility. That is part of your own creation. And it is beautiful. And it is normal. And talking about this to just your own sisters, your own understanding of the feminine and begin to talk about it. It is okay. The pain that the women has been suffering as a woman in her own her sexuality, in her own ways of being, I mean, it is really horrible what it is happening. Um, the system, it was it has always been the patriarchal system. It has always been attacking the women, and they attack more in her own sexuality. And how does she look at herself? Times, and, and you know, not too long ago, still women were thinking that they needed a man, and they needed a man to pay for everything. And uh, she felt deep inside like a prostitute. Even when she got married, she thought that that was her job, to just have sex and do whatever he asked her to do and not really think about how does she feels about herself. So it was kind of like a legal prostitution, and it was like a secret that nobody will speak about it, you know. It was something that you are exchanging through sex, and that was about it. And it was absolutely not known, this ancient teaching. I want to tell you that your womb has memory. Your womb is very, very sacred. And it is very important for you to be selective to whom you allowed inside of you. If that man it is in anger, you're going to transmute his anger. If that man were in drugs or, uh, you know, not in a good way, you're going to bring all these spirits within you and then you will feel it as an issue. And you will be working with those issues like forever because those issues doesn't really belong to you. It's like throwing poison into Mother Earth. She's going to go back into balance, but she's going to take some time. She's going to use everything that she has to bring that balance back. The same thing happens with the women. Um, when you are able to understand this, then you're going to be very selective more naturally. You will understand that you don't want to really have sex just with not in a right way. For the ancestors, the ways of, of sacred sexuality it was something very, very beautiful. Actually, it was an initiation. The man and the woman will come together in the temple of Quetzalcoatl. And they will be having sex for a very, 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 very long time. 
the men wouldn't come. So that's what we call the reverse of the rivers. The men will be connected through the heart with that woman, and the woman will be coming from the womb. Because if you come from the clitoris, you immediately begin to dry. When you begin to come from the womb and you are connecting directly with your all your aspects of yourself and that integrity, it was the maximum ceremony of them all. It was when the two has become one and the same. Now, how can we understand just this? Personally, you know, through the self, what is the part of us that we are doing within ourselves? What is our feminine and what is our masculine? And what is that unity that we're bringing in one way or the other of the two energies? Our masculine side, it is the way that how we relate in the outside world. It is our way of living It is how we understand a perception of reality and act upon it. Now, our feminine side, it comes directly from the core. It is the essence of everything that exists, the whole creation, the unity and the world of oneness. It is truly connected into that place of the feminine. But she contains the whole energy of the whole creation. And it comes from that aspect of the feminine, including in the masculine. That's the holiest spirit, the feminine way. And um, through that connection that you have, you also have access to the biggest library of the multiverse, let's, you know, so to speak where you have absolutely every single information that you need. That's how the Pitonisas were doing this. That's how the priestess and the ancient oracles were doing this, because they have that access to everything. So when there was that moment of unity within your own self, you literally are enlightening your mind. And that's your masculine side. Immediately the big shift of reality, you begin to see it. But when you're having sex, <laughs> when you're making love, you are enlightening that masculine side that it is agreeing to have sacred sex with you. And her, his responsibility is about connecting to the heart not with the penis, but from the heart and that connection with you. So he becomes the one who receives the feminine. He's the one that um, it is able to embrace this. And you see, this is such a powerful energy that for the ancestors, this it wasn't like he she can just have sex with just anybody because that person could be just drop dead or you know die in a heart attack 
or even turn crazy. That was what it was said for a very, very long time. When I was reading this energy, you know, this these ancient writings and bringing forward every single aspect and of the ancient text from many tribes that talks about sacred sex and in that moment you do can understand that it is the woman the one who makes the men even the abuelas they keep on saying the same thing it is the woman who makes the men and it is true and it is happening within your own self it is you, the one that it is enlightening your mind. But it is you also, as a Holy Spirit, making this connection to, to your masculine side and enlightening that masculine side. Those ancient ceremonies that it was performed as an initiation, it has to do a lot of preparation. The women needed to understand what they were doing, but also the masculine. The masculine needed to pass through all these initiations just to even be there. You know, you have the gauntlet, and that comes directly from the spirit. The gauntlet, it is, um, let's say, it is a test that it comes naturally at the moment that this man said, I love this woman. And it's going to be tested. And we as a woman, we're supposed to just let him pass through that initiation because that is naturally happening. So instead of trying to remove absolutely any obstacle or any situation that he has been into it because she doesn't understand what is happening right now with him, you know, or what is the situation? That gauntlet, it is just way too important to understand it. You know, this subject, as I was telling you, it is a long subject that it cannot be explained just in a half an hour. So I really wish for everyone to send your questions and Please read the book. Come to ceremony. We're going to be talking much more. We need to heal as a woman, as an aspect of the women that we are, with the Holy Spirit and begin to enlighten the whole world. But it starts with that. When we have a good relationship with our own moon time and begin to understand the sisterhood too and how to see each other in that way too it is way too important at this time because the power of a woman as a woman it is the one that it is connecting directly with your Holy Spirit and bringing that enlightenment to your masculine side so I want you to read the book. I want you to come to ceremony. We're going to be talking much more deeper in this, in this subject because 
it needs to come forward. We do need to understand this in order to heal it. We need to understand the love that we have, the waters that never end. And what happened, even what happened to the women during menopause and after menopause. Does she steal one sex? <laughs> what happened to her? How does she can connect with this incredible wisdom that she has within herself? How can she can connect with this incredible energy of sacred sex that she holds within herself? It is the time of the revelation. So I hope to see everyone in the ceremony in April. We have priestess ceremony in May. We have moon dance where we really work hard in every single aspect of the ways of the feminine. For priestess, it is a small ceremony. It cannot be more than 12 women. So I want you to send me an email or check the website. Um, see how is everything for you. Thank you, Mijita, so much for opening the doors. And thank you, each one of you, for making your work. I love you so much. I love you so, so much. I am you. Platzo Komati. Platzo Komati. Thank you so much for being here. Again, for everyone, the event is going to be a three-day event in April on the weekend. And in this gathering, it's going to be a gathering of elders, and we're going to have multiple workshops. And there will be a workshop on sacred sex teachings, I mean, uh, in much more detail. So to register, go to sacredwoman.org. And please register as soon as you can. Invite people as well. And register as soon as you can. There's limited seating. And thank you so much for joining us today. This episode really is special in many ways, mostly because these things aren't really openly discussed. And if they are, they're discussed in a very different light. So we're so grateful to have a different perception on these things. Please write to us if you have questions, comments, concerns at sacredwoman144 at gmail.com. We are always happy to hear from you. If you have questions for Ma, you can also send your questions at the same email. If you want to write to us just to say hello and let us know how you're doing or how you've been doing with the radio itself, you're more than welcome to do that too. There is a group on Facebook called Ancient Wisdom of the Feminine Block Talk Radio Group. It's a public group, but the posts are not visible to everyone. You have to be a member. And people that have been listening to this radio talk usually like to discuss. So please join that group. And if you'd like to donate go to sacredwoman.org as well. We thank you so very much for joining us today. We hope you have a wonderful day.